When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Information about children with this disease is limited, but they are known to have had mild symptoms. Many organizations are responding accordingly, depending upon their area. It's best to stay home and away from others, especially when sick, and continue following healthy hand wash guidelines, covering mouth and nose and not touching your face or high-touch surfaces. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces regularly. And for more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. There's a war on nature, and we can all choose what to do. So if you feel like I feel the love of the earth, well, you can be an earth warrior too. Cause I'm a warrior. How about you?
Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. You just heard Earth Warrior by Omnia. Today's show is all about pagan activism. First, I have to admit that I goofed up again. I am trying to create two websites on Wix. One is a freelance business. The other is the brand new and better version of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast blog. I want my freelance one to have a domain name right now. And that's where I goofed up with the Wix site address. So the new blog is actually Dream Sounder, Dream as in Dream Symbol, and Sounder with an E R at the end of it. Dot Wixsite.com forward slash goddess fault. If anyone knows of a way to get a free or cheap domain name, please let me know. I just want one for the freelance business, and I'm hopefully getting help to change the domain name for the blog. Also right now, I have a new show on international pagan radio. It's called In Case You Missed It, Concerts at Home. You know the musicians have it tough through this quarantine, since they can't perform in front of crowds right now. So they have been doing at-home concerts, online. But sometimes you don't have the time to watch those. Now you can tune in every Monday at 4am, noon, and 8pm Eastern Standard Time to listen to In Case You Missed It, Concerts at Home, on International Pagan Radio. For all you loyal listeners out there, please share this podcast via YouTube, Twitter, Amino, Facebook, dreamsounder.wixsite.com forward slash goddess vault, SoundCloud, or wherever you can to everyone you know. Do you have an online pagan, metaphysical, occult, or new age store or service, and do you want to get more customers? 
why not have me advertise your product or service through this podcast? If you are interested, you can contact me. Plus, I am still looking for new show topics, spirit guides, and dream symbols to talk about. If you have a suggestion, you can contact me through the Facebook page, through YouTube, the blog, and on Twitter. Now for the events coming up, hopefully in your area. As I was learning about Twitter on my social media marketing class online, I did learn that you can do polls on there. So during class, I decided to put out two polls just for the fun of it. One of them I think that I'm going to have to redo. On the other, I asked, should I continue to mention pagan events on the show? And 67% of you said no, while 33% said yes. I'd figure that there will be more no's than yeses, but I wasn't expecting a quick response. Thank you very much for that. Now for the show topic, pagan activism. I mentioned in the last show that this is going to be political, but not to an extreme. I'm not just talking about racism, but activism in general and what it has to do with paganism. When I first learned about paganism, I knew that there were those people out there on the path that love nature and animals and would do anything to protect them. There are also pagans out there who are feminists, and I'm not just talking about women, but there are feminists who are pagan men out there too. Plus, there are pagans in the LGBTQ community as well. So pagan activism is more than just being against racism. I haven't met anyone who is radically an activist. I think that most of us do try to recycle, go to organic grocery stores or farmer's markets as our own subtle way to protect the earth. I will talk about pagan activism after you hear Tree Hugging Man by Emerald Rose. Oh, now once I was a happy man, I led a happy life With my big old dozer business and my perfect little wife I never saw it coming, my ignorance was bliss I never thought my little gal get turned around like this But he came down from the mountains this little scraggly dude with a big old bulgy backpack, some nasty hiking shoes. She met him at a rally where we was clearing land, and my baby ran away with a tree-hugging man. Yeah, my baby ran away with a tree-hugging man. Now at first it was a friendship I didn't really mind I never thought some skinny dude could steal some gal of mine But he started her to read in Alvin Toffler and Al Gore She sucked it down like cheesecake, heard it soon she wanted more She lost her poofy hairdo, wouldn't watch her daytime shows She started listening in to national public radio One day his buddy showed up with a psychedelic van And my baby rode away with a tree-hugging man Yeah, my baby rode Rode away with a tree-hugging man He's a juice-chugging, tree-hugging, liberal pinko dude Wearing hemp pajamas, eating natural foods With his big bushy beard and his cheap tie-dyes What's this fella got that I can't buy? Well, he ain't got no job, can't offer her riches But he sure lit a fire under her pink britches 
down to Guatemala. Now she's up to Oregon. She's saving whales for Greenpeace. He's got her on the run. She changed her name to Heather, and she's chained herself to trees. All this eco-warrior business, it's some terrible disease. She cut my heart right open, left it bleeding on the sand. When my baby ran away with a tree-hugging man. Yeah, when my baby ran away with a tree-hugging man. When my baby ran away with a tree-hugging man. We pagans believe that the earth is sacred to us and we would have to do our part to protect her for future generations. Some of us might think that paganism and protecting the earth go hand in hand. People will do anything to protect Mother Earth, from recycling to growing your own fruits and vegetables to all up protesting. Thus, one of the reasons for becoming a pagan activist. The other reasons to be an activist is to do something like protest unequal pay between men and women. I think that we have a long way to go with that, or even women's health. Another is LGBTQ rights. Yes, we as pagans accept anyone into our path. We would also defend others for their rights as human beings. I feel like I'm going all over the place with this topic because there are many issues that pagans do want to protect. We are still living in a world where people don't want to change. They want to continue on living this destructive way. I posted some articles, two of them are personal, another is about eco-paganism, and another is about pagans protesting at, of all places, a gun show. The reason I chose this for a topic was when I downloaded the ebook Bringing Race to the Table. There were two recommended books on pagan activism. One is called Revolutionary Witchcraft, A Guide to Magical Activism by Sarah Leons and the second is called Witchcraft Activism, a Toolkit for Magical Resistance by David Salisbury. I'm reading both books right now, and I know that Revolutionary Witchcraft talks about the history of oppression, while Witchcraft Activism is more about the ways you can talk about your political point of view without ending up in a shouting match. I'm going to talk about how you can become a pagan activist, but I'm not just going to gear it towards people in the States, but everywhere. I'll talk about ways that you can become one after you hear City Magic by Charles and Blade. City wakens, dawn falls across the land. Standing at the bus stop, cup of coffee in my hand. City noise surrounds me, I find I'm swept along. Caught up by the pulse of the city's magic song And I know he's all around me And I know In the glass and the towers And I know she's all around me And I know In the early morning hours I can feel their power Morning ends, take a break, walk these city streets Footsteps on pavement, pounding like my heartbeat Sitting by a fountain, pause to take a breath Breathe in the magic of a city that never rests And I know he's all around me In the glass and the towers And I know she's all around me 
can feel their power City pace changes, daylight fades away Sunset in city parks where dogs and children play Restaurants begin to fill, family and friends Connect to the magic in a web that never ends And I know he's all around me In the glass and the towers And I know she's all around me In the quiet evening hours I can feel their power I can feel their power Oh, pulsing like my heartbeat I can feel their power Oh, and it's flowing through my veins I can feel their power Oh, like the pounding of the rain I can feel their power Night in the city Alive and full of lights Clubs and cafes open late, the laughter of delight Lullaby of traffic, the edges of my dreams Magic of the city's heart and the pulse in my bloodstream And I know he's all around me In the glass and the showers And I know she's all around me In the dark nighttime hours, I can feel their power. I can feel their power. I can feel their power. I'm not just going back to ancient Greece for this week's spirit guide, but also to Libya to talk about the goddess Medusa. She is a sea spirit and a Libyan snake goddess. She is also the goddess of menstrual and women's power. She is often depicted as a woman with snakes for hair, and there is a Greek myth behind that. Medusa was a priestess in Athena's temple where one day she was raped by the god Poseidon. Upon seeing this, Athena was so furious that she transformed Medusa into a terrifying creature with snakes for hair. Plus, Athena also made sure that once people looked at Medusa's face, they would turn to stone. Later, Athena sent Perseus to behead Medusa as she slept. As Perseus chopped off the head, Medusa's head still had the power to paralyze and turn others to stone. Perseus did use her head as a weapon in a later battle. However, there was another myth about Medusa's severed head, and that the winged horse Pegasus emerged from it. What you can offer Medusa on your altar are the following. Anything that has snakes or serpents on it, coral, and menstrual blood-stained pads or garments. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. Tell me 
a pretty girl Then she would cry all night Nobody thinks that really They're being cruel When they suggest that I Should try to look like them As if God loved the pretty ones best Damn of all, I create my own perfection Damn of all, in the face of their rejection Damn of all, well, this dog will have its day My garden's full of pretty men who couldn't stay Are the ones trying to hide Why would I sell my soul to be one of them Better to love the me within behind the skin I choose to be a goddess inside That was Medusa by Heather Dale. Now I'm still in the middle of reading witchcraft activism, so this list of how to be an activist isn't complete. But you can be one without a picket sign. In the book, Salisbury refers to energy as power. His reasoning behind it is that we treat money as power, and so it is the same with politics. The first thing to do to become an activist is to write an email to your local city hall official or member of Congress or House of Representatives in the States, member of Legislative Assembly, or member of Parliament in Australia, Canada, and the UK. Write an email about an issue that is bothering you. Again, the issue depends on the levels of government. If it is garbage in your neighborhood, then it would be your local city hall. 
In the book, Salisbury mentioned a way to do magic after you write by hand, which I don't think is acceptable nowadays, thanks to the internet. So you can only write to a political official by email only. However, with email, you can do a sigil on a particular issue and type the leftover letters underneath your name. The next thing that David Salisbury mentions is to lobby government and corporations. Not lobbying as in, say, the NRA in the States, but make an appointment with a representative in the government or a corporation to discuss, not argue, about an issue, say, with the environment, for example. In witchcraft activism, Salisbury has outlined what to do before, during, and after the meeting. The third way is something that I know some of you are already doing and aren't thinking about this as being activism. But she can volunteer, feed the homeless, help clean up your local parks and lakes. How about helping those in veterans organizations, or the local animal shelter, or a hospital for sick kids, help the elderly, or volunteer at a women's shelter, or help new immigrants adjust to life in a new country. There are lots of ways to volunteer your time to whatever cause you want. You get the idea. Another thing that you can do that is so far not mentioned in the book is to sign petitions for whatever cause you believe in. There's change.org, which is on the new blog and on the show notes. Change.org is where you can even create a petition for whatever cause you believe in. Since the pandemic started to spread throughout the world, I've already signed a few petitions to end wet markets not just in Asia but around the world. We still don't know what animal caused this, and we all know that COVID-19 started in a wet market in Wuhan, China. If we put an end to this, there will be no future pandemics. If you remember the SARS outbreak, it started when people ate palm civets in another wet market in China. That's not the only petition that you can sign. There are more. I'm more of a political anarchist, or you can say activist if you want, than I am into what the government is doing. Not like my late father, who loved watching the news 24-7. I remember the discussions that we had with me being against politics and him against rock music. Anyway, tell me what you think about pagan activism. Is it a good or a bad thing? Here's Dame the Bard with his live cover of the Sex Pistols' Anarchy in the UK. Because it makes a great folk song and it's got a great chorus that I know you're going to know. Um, so if you, uh, you'll know when to sing, right, with this one. Destroy passes by because I want to be. Anarchy for the UK, it's coming sometime and maybe. Whenever old times get the traffic line, your future dream is a shopping scheme because I want to be. So many ways to get what you want I use the rest, I use the best I use the enemy I use... Bollocks, do it again I use... Cause I wanna be... <laughs> Is this the MPLA? 
It's the biggest cheer of the night, I'm going to be really pissed off. Here's a dream symbol to interpret. This next dream symbol is more general and not specific. Today it is animals. Usually seeing animals in your dreams signifies your primitive desires, sexual nature, and physical characteristics. If you dreamed about a baby animal, it is a symbol of your own kids. If you had a dream where an animal talks to you, that means superior knowledge. To dream that you're fighting with an animal represents a hidden part of yourself that you are rejecting. If you see two animals fighting in your dreams, it means that there's sexual tension in your life. If you dreamt that you saw animals being abused, represents your own primal desires being suppressed. To see lab animals in your dreams signifies an aspect of yourself that is being repressed. If you had a dream where you saved the life of an animal, it means that you're gratefully acknowledging some emotions and characteristics. To dream that you set an animal free signifies a release and expression of your primal desires. And to dream that you are at an animal shelter means that you are being shut out in a situation or a relationship. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. May the power of the raven be thine. May the power of the falcon be thine. May the power of the eagle be thine. May the powers of the flying ones be thine. Blessings of the flying ones. Power of the deer be thine, may the power of the elk be thine, may the power of the wild steed be thine, powers of the running ones be thine, blessings of the running Be thine, be the powers of the fire. 
This is another folktale from pitt.edu. This one is from Germany and is called the Frog King or Iron Heinrich. Once upon a time, there was a princess who went out into the forest and sat next to a pool well. She took great pleasure in throwing a golden ball in the air and catching it. But once it went too high, she held out her hands with her fingers curved to catch it, but it fell to the ground and rolled and rolled right into the water. Horrified, the princess followed it with her eyes, but the well was so deep that she could not see its bottom. Then she began to cry bitterly. I'll give anything if only I could get my ball back. My clothes, my precious stones, my pearls, anything in the world. At this, a frog stuck his head out of the water and said, Princess, why are you crying so bitterly? Oh, she said, you ugly frog, how can you help me? My golden ball has fallen into the well. The frog said, I do not want your pearls, your precious stones, and your clothes, but if you'll accept me as a companion and let me sit next to you and eat from your plate and sleep in your bed, and if you'll love and cherish me, then I'll bring your ball back to you. The princess thought to herself, what is this stupid frog trying to say? After all, he does have to stay here in the water, but still, maybe he can get my ball. I'll go ahead and say yes. And she said out loud, Yes, for all I care, just bring back my golden ball, and I'll promise you anything. The frog stuck his head under the water and dove to the bottom. He returned a short time later with a golden ball in his mouth and threw it onto the land. When the princess saw her ball once again, she rushed towards it, picked it up, and was so happy to have it in her hand again that she could think of nothing else than to run home with it. The frog called out after her, Wait, princess, take me with you like you promised. But she paid no attention to him. The next day, the princess was sitting at her table when she heard something coming from the marble steps. Plop, plop. Then there came a knock at the door, and a voice called out, Princess, princess, open the door for me. She ran, opened the door. It was the frog, whom she had put completely out of her mind. Frightened, she slammed the door shut and returned to the table. The king saw that her heart was pounding and asked, Why are you afraid? There is a disgusting frog out there, she said, 
who got my golden ball out of the water. I promised him that he could be my companion, but I didn't think that he could leave his water. But now he's just outside the door and wants to come in. Just then there came a second knock at the door, and the voice called out, Youngest daughter of the king, open up the door for me. Don't you know what yesterday you said to me down by the well? Youngest daughter of the king, open the door for me. The king said, What you have promised, you must keep. Go and let the frog in. She obeyed, and the frog hopped in, then followed her up to her chair. After she sat down again, he called out, Lift me up onto your chair, and let me sit next to you. The princess did not want to, but the king commanded her to do it. When the frog was seated next to her, he said, Now push your golden plate closer, I want to eat from it. She had to do this as well. When he had eaten all he wanted, he said, Now I am tired and want to sleep. Take me to your room, make your bed, so that we can lie in it together. The princess was horrified when she heard that. She was afraid of the cold frog and did not dare to even touch him and yet he was supposed to lie next to her in her bed. She began to cry and didn't want to at all. Then the king became angry and commanded her to do what she had promised. There was no helping it. She had to do what her father wanted, but in her heart she was bitterly angry. She picked up the frog with two hands, carried him to her room, and climbed into bed. But instead of laying him next to her, she threw him bang against the wall. Now you will leave me in peace, you ugly frog. But when the frog came down onto the bed, he was a handsome young prince, and he was her dear companion. And she held him in esteem as she had promised, and they fell asleep together with pleasure. The next morning, the prince's faithful Heinrich arrived in a splendid carriage drawn by eight horses and decorated with feathers and glistening with gold. He had been so saddened by the prince's enchantment that he had had to place three iron balls around his heart to keep from bursting in sorrow. The prince climbed into the carriage with the princess. His faithful servants stood at the rear to drive them to his kingdom. After they had gone a short distance, the prince heard a loud crack. He turned around and said, Heinrich, the carriage is breaking apart. No, my lord, the carriage is not, but one of the bands surrounding my heart that suffered such great pain when you were sitting in the well, when you were a frog. Once again and once again the prince heard a cracking sound and thought that the carriage was breaking apart. But it was the band springing from the faithful Heinrich's heart because his master was now redeemed and happy. Happening frog in the summer rain Munching on flies and he can't complain Calling Mr. Raccoon, are you still there? Yoo-hoo! And he's answered back by the tortoise and hare Singing, hey, hey, what do you say? Let's all dance on a summer's day Hey, hey, what do you say? Let's all dance on a summer's day Happening frog and he's singing a song Making up words as he hops along Kind of like me Finally sees Mr. Red Raccoon Oh hi! And together they make up a dandy tune Singing hey, hey, what do you say? Let's all dance on a summer's day Hey, hey, what do you say? Let's all dance on a summer's day
happening frog and he's hitching a ride Gets picked up by the ocean tide The waves they troll him out to sea But he can swim better than you or me Singing hey, hey, what do you say Let's all dance on a summer's day Hey, hey, what do you say Let's all dance on a summer's day Happening frogs caught by a bird. Oh no! Screaming so loud, Mr. Raccoon heard. Help me! Mr. Raccoon come down to settle the score. Give him back, cause that's what the froggy's friends are for. Singing, hey, hey, what do you say? Let's all dance on a summer's day. Hey, hey, what do you say? Let's all dance on a summer's day. Happening frog singing in the rain. Mr. Raccoon's got a new refrain. Together they're joined by the tortoise and hare. And there never was a summer night so fair. Singing, hey, hey, what do you say? Let's all dance on a summer's day. Hey, hey, what do you say? Let's all dance on a summer's day. Hey, hey, what do you say? Let's all dance on a summer's day. Hey, hey, what do you say? Let's all dance on a summer's day. That was Happening Frog by Heather Alexander. Before that, you heard Blessings of the Animals by Lisa Thiel. It's the end of the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. If you have any suggestions for a song, show topic, spirit guide, or dream symbol, or you just want to like, share, or comment, you can do so on the new blog, which is dreamsounder.wixsite.com forward slash goddess vault, through the music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, the Amino Group, through the Midnight Star YouTube channel, or you can tweet me at Goddess Vault. I am going to leave you with Heretic Heart by Catherine Madsen. Blessed be and be safe. I am a gold and a pagan soul rattling through this land. I judge the world by my own lights and I come by my own hand. And if you ask me where I learned to live so recklessly, my skin, my bones, my Body
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.